beautiful humans and welcome back to honey be mindful the podcast today those of you that are visual listeners um shout out to patreons there is video versions of these podcasts available to you um for a monthly partnership over on patreon if you want to partner more intimately with this family i will put the links in the description um those of you that can see me today i decided to wear headphones because i've noticed every time i record my voice is like either super loud or it doesn't sound very crisp and so i'm hoping being able to hear myself through the microphone will help me like edit better and and see if maybe i'm i'm talking like a good pitch volume i don't know what i'm trying to say anyways Um, I also have you at a weird angle, if you can see me. I moved my desk. So the chair that I'm in right now is a couch in my office, and it doesn't, it sits very low, and my desk is one of those that, like, you can change it, like, the height of it it can go up or it can go down, Um, but it doesn't go down very low, and so, like, the table's very high up, and I just kind of wanted you guys a little bit closer, so I have you at, like, a downward angle hope that's okay with you um but yeah so I'm really excited that I got to sit down and record this today because I have been really wanting to record podcasts again like I always say I love recording podcasts it's one of my favorite things to do the only thing that I have noticed with it though is it is harder to do a podcast by myself um, just because I have to talk the entire time. So when it's like a collaboration or like when I did a podcast with Carlos, it was really easy to just like vibe off of him and talk with him. I mean, that podcast I think was almost an hour long. I mean, we were recording for over an hour, but like after editing and all that stuff, it was like almost an hour long podcast. Um, And so it's easy to talk and collaborate with someone where when it's just me, It's just so hard to stay talking the entire time, Um, although I love and I'm always passionate about what I talk about. So one of the biggest things, too, that I've been struggling with lately is, and those of you that are patrons, I've been keeping you guys in the loop a little bit more with things I've been struggling with and um, just like a lot of different things that have happened in my life lately and the direction of Honey Be Mindful and stuff like that has been kind of up in the air because I feel like I have too many ideas I'm never gonna stop honey be mindful it's literally like my favorite thing in the whole entire earth like you guys are literally my family that's not what this is about um what I mean by that is that I have like almost too many ideas and I can't like I can't narrow them down it's really difficult for me to like find a direction and stick with it and give you guys something that you can expect like I want you all to come to the podcast and come to Honey Be Mindful's page and know what to expect, to know what you're getting. And I haven't been able to find that specific thing because I started this out with just stickers. This was an Etsy shop with stickers and then it turned into art prints and then it turned into merch and then it turned into like, oh, it's a podcast. Oh, it's also a community. Oh, also, by the way, I'm launching coffee beans and half the people don't even drink coffee. (laughs) So it's just been on a crazy ride. I also did a complete revamp and did redid my entire logo and did, redid like a little motto that's like coffee and community, super cute vibes, stuff like that. So I feel like I've changed so much because Honey Be Mindful, as of right now, 
I'm the only employee for it. Um, so as I grow and change, so does Honey Be Mindful. And I feel like I need to find and navigate grounds to where you come here and you know what to expect and you can kind of see Honey Be Mindful and know it's Honey Be Mindful. Where I feel like on social media, I've done that pretty well. You know that it's going to be a place where you feel like you got a warm hug after you left or after you saw a post or you know that I'm going to have the the light green color in there because that's just Honey Be Mindful's color. You know I'm going to have the checkerboard mug because that's just Honey Be Mindful. Like there's staples of Honey Be Mindful that like catch your eye and you know that it's Honey Be Mindful. But I guess content wise, things that I'm putting out, I haven't found grounds to navigate, you know, what, what it is that I want you all to get out of it. So I've been really scared to continue putting out content and putting out podcasts when I don't have like direction. However, when I do like a series with podcasts, I always get really burned out. And for some reason, like I can't ever finish a series. Like I think I finished one series and I think it was about like mental health. Um, but then I tried to do another series and of course, unforeseen events happened that I ended up moving and so many things happened in my personal life. We adopted a dog. So many different things happened during that. Um, but I didn't finish that, um, series. So I pretty much have just like, I've, I put out some podcasts here and there, but it's not like a consistent thing. And I think I'm more scared than anything. And I'm scared to change too much to where, it's like uncomfortable and people can't follow along because they don't know what to expect. So I've been trying to take more space, but taking more space has been taking away from what I love doing. And that's just putting out my creativity. And when I feel like I want to speak on something, I'm holding back speaking on it because I'm like, does this go with the theme? But then I'm like, what is the theme? And so those are some things that I've been navigating lately. And today I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit down. I'm just going to record this podcast and I'm going to talk about you know, some things that I'm learning and how we can be more mindful of these things and just simple things that I'm being more mindful of. This is also, all my podcasts are always paired with updates and just kind of like, you know, life things that are going on because I know you guys like to be um, personal and um, yeah, just get to know each other a little bit more and stuff like that. So I love bringing you all along my personal life as well. It's an honor to be able to do that. Um, There's been a lot of things that have happened too. Like I know what's crazy is that My TikTok has, I have about 11K on TikTok now, and it's so funny because all of my content is usually around, like, you know, mental health awareness or being mindful, like, just little gentle reminders, pretty much, Um, stuff like that, and so I've been doing these outfit videos, too, like, I just do little, like, fit checks or whatever, like, my outfit today or whatever, and those videos have blown up on TikTok. People love watching, getting ready and all these different things. And it's so funny because like when I do my normal content, it doesn't get the same reaction, but like the outfit ones, it's like everyone goes crazy. Like, where'd you get this from? Where'd you get that from? So it's been kind of funny um, because I'm trying to navigate those waters as well because I love fashion and I love showing people my outfits and things like that, but that's not what Honey Be Mindful is. That's more of me personally. So I've been navigating that as well. Anyways, wow off topic but I literally smell like a bean right now because I just got done meal prepping for my husband and I smell like food (laughs) I literally cannot get it out of my my nose but I'm pretty sure it's because my whole house smells like that but anyways yeah basically today I woke up I was gonna go to Trader Joe's and you know have like a little shopping with myself I I'm telling you right now I am really flipping between subjects but I just feel like I feel comfortable just talking to you all but I learned so much when I was single and I love 
that I took the time to be single. I took time to be single and not wish that I had a significant other. I just, and it wasn't because I was hurt or I was traumatized or anything like that. I took, I mean, I, you know, those things happen, but I also was healing through those things while I was single and I am so comfortable being alone with myself. And that was something that I just never thought I would ever get to. I, I mean, I remember in like middle school, I was so uncomfortable like being alone with myself. I was like, you're so weird. Like I was just like super insecure about myself and it was just very difficult to be alone because then my thoughts got very loud and very scary. And to be honest, my thoughts have always been on the negative side. I've always struggled with, um, you know, just, just really negative thoughts, seeing the worst in everything essentially. It's very hard for me to think the best or assume the best. I always go worst case scenario, which I know is a common thing. It's not rare to do that. So I'm with you if you feel that. Um, but yeah, so I never thought that I would get to the point where, and it's not like that all the time. Like there's sometimes, you know, I have my moments where, you know, we're adulting now. It's rough out here. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm comfortable with myself. And I think that it's taken me a very, very long time to get there, but it was all seeds that were planted during my single season where I was just single for years and I learned to love being alone with myself. And I was so excited. So yeah, basically, that's just a little preface of why I was really excited to have today. So I was really excited. And my husband is um, out right now. He's doing, uh, he's a part, of, we're a part of like a, a ton of people's weddings this uh, year, towards the end of the year, specifically next month and October. We're in uh, three weddings. I think he's in two, I'm in three. Um, so yeah, we've been navigating, you know, balancing our life and stuff like that, but he's been gone all day today at this like bachelor day thing and it's Sunday. I was supposed to work today. That was another thing too. I was supposed to work today. Um, it was just a four hour shift, but still, and then I had to do all of my cleaning, all of my meal prepping, grocery shopping, all of my normal Sunday stuff, doing the laundry, that kind of stuff. And, um, they just let me know that they needed to cut down on some shifts. And so they told me that they didn't need me to come in. And I was like, praise the Lord. I'm ready to just have a rest day. Um, so yeah. And I was looking forward to just going to Trader Joe's by myself. I love going out by myself, going to coffee shops, doing different things like that. Like it's, I just love doing it. I also love being home alone. I mean, I have Bo now, so I'm not always alone, which is great. Um, but going out by myself, I was really excited to go grocery shopping, whatever. I woke up and Mother Nature hit me today. So I've been cramping and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, so fun fun times. I ended up just doing a Target order pickup and staying home all day. But I have been getting things done. Yeah, I pretty much just been cleaning all day. I meal prepped all of our meals. I went grocery shopping. I'm finishing up my classes for this week. And that's another thing too, is I did start five classes this semester and I graduate in May. So I have three classes left. So in the spring semester, I'll be taking three classes and then I graduate. Um, yeah. So just lots of growing, changing and evolving that is happening right now, but that's just a little life update. A couple of topics. I just jumped through there. I hope you are cool with me updating you like that. I honestly feel like as if we're just like sitting down at a coffee shop and I'm just briefing you all on my life. So it's kind of nice. I hope it uh, doesn't feel too disorganized. I realize I think too hard on these podcasts too. I just, I'm not really being myself because I'm thinking like, okay, how can I just like preach a message basically and like give you all pointers and then be like, peace out, 
guys, like, I feel like I need to give you a more human side, a more human conversation. My most favorite podcasts to listen to are the ones where it's just, like, sitting down and I literally feel like I'm in the room with that person and I'm just, like, at a coffee shop having a deep conversation with them. I'll have my water, I'll have my coffee, or I'm getting ready or on my way to work or something, I'll be listening to the podcast. And I love the ones where it actually feels like they're in the car with me or, like, we're literally sitting down eating breakfast together and they're just telling me about their life. Like, I love those podcasts. I feel like they're the most inspirational. I feel like they're the most personal um, and the most relatable. So I definitely just don't want to give these like dry messages and obviously being vulnerable in those things will always be in everything. But I also just want to give you guys myself. I don't want to try and talk all proper, which I noticed I have been so serious in my podcast. I'll even listen back on them. They're really good. Like some of them I've actually like listened back on from like a year ago and I'm like, dang, that was really good. Like that hit home. Um, and I need it now. So it's really cool to like see, see my growth there and even see how I still need those little pointers, um, a year later. But yeah, I just feel like I'm not actually just talking how I normally talk to like a friend. And so I'm trying to do that more in these podcasts and not be so serious. I think that's my problem. I've been scared and I've been taking myself way too seriously. Um, this is a family, this is a community and we got to treat it like that. So What I want to talk about today, the topic that I wanted to discuss is friendships worth fighting for. As you all know, I have been through um, some tough things in the past couple of months. This year, I really felt like there was going to be a lot of change. In January, I was like, something's going to happen this year. Like, I really feel from the Lord, like, I'm going to be going back to the basics. But in my head, it was more of like, okay, I'm just going to go back to remembering everything that I've learned and just kind of looking through things. But It wasn't just looking through everything that I've learned. It was walking out everything that I've learned. So it has been absolutely painful, but the most beautiful year, I think, I personally, not to boast, but I don't think I've ever grown this much in my life. Um, And with growing means growing pains and stuff like that. So it can be kind of hard, but... I'm seeing the flower blossom, the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm seeing those things now where I thought it was one of the hardest years I've ever had in my life. It's the most beautiful and I'm losing, like, I'm not able to see the difference between pain and beauty. It all looks the same to me right now and I feel like that is the best place you could possibly be in. I don't feel the pain more than I see the beauty and... I just think that that's that's a really cool thing and I'm learning to just accept things as they come and go instead of feeling like I have to have it all planned out or I am a planner and I'm very much like I have to know what everything's everything that's going to happen I have to be in control of the situation and the truth is we really cannot control anything that happens around us we can control how we respond to things but we cannot control anything that is outside of us it is controlled by every single decision every single person makes that we've seen like it's all this huge every single one of us affects each other and that's the whole point of honey be mindful is bringing awareness of being mindful of being your individual individualistic self while also being mindful of the people around you and how you affect them so it's like when you think about it that way it's easy to see that you can really only focus on how you respond to situations and what you can do with the tools in your pocket that it's taught you. So I really want to talk about and just hone in on being mindful of friendships and the relationships that you have. So this goes with friendships or relationships in general. Um, 
But growing, changing, and evolving are things we're supposed to do as humans. And I just want to give you some nuggets of wisdom that I think have really helped me during the season. Um, things that I've had to accept. And when others grow and change in a different direction from you, that doesn't make it a bad thing. I think there's a, there's a stigma around being different means bad. And I don't know where that came from. But it has ruined society. I think we have lost individualism and we've lost ourselves, essentially, because we see different as a bad connotation. And I just feel like, what does the same even look like? What does normal look like? I tried to define the things that society wants us to see, and it actually makes no sense. I think social media plays a huge role in all of these things. Comparison, or when you see your friends hanging out and you weren't invited or you had no idea about it, like, that stuff stings. That stuff can burn and it can make you think, like, what the heck is wrong with me? And it makes you have this, like, fear of missing out. And then it makes you shapeshift so that you can become more like them and fit in, essentially. But just because someone is changing in a different direction from you doesn't make it a bad thing. It just makes it different from you. And that's okay. Because just as much as you see them different from you, they see you as different from them. So... I think we have to learn how to celebrate each other's differences and each other's growths and changing and evolving because as humans, that's what we're going to do. But the moment that we see someone change and it looks different from us, we're like, what the heck are they doing? But in reality, they're just growing and changing and evolving and being a human. And who are we to be upset about that or call the shots that they they might be growing or changing in the wrong direction? Who am I? Who am I to say that? I'm, I'm a nobody, you know? So we have to celebrate growth, even if it means away from each other. And I know that that stings kind of hearing that because accepting that growing apart may be what's best from you for you is a hard concept to grasp because it can feel painful if you are focusing on the bad. And, or if you see it as bad, because really it's not a bad thing. When you're growing apart from someone, it's what's best for you in the moment. And it's time for you to take charge and grow too. And I think that's something that I really learned with being married is that Carlos and I are going to grow and change. And we have to fight the right fight, not against each other, but for each other. If I don't depend on Carlos, his changing and growing is not going to, to affect me. So if I am not codependent on him, which means basically I'm okay if he's okay, if I am codependent, then his changing and growing is going to affect me. But if I am confident in who I am and I love him for who he is, his growing and changing is only going to make me love him more because I'm accepting him for who he is and as he changes and evolves and grows and develops. But in a marriage, you also have to fight to be on the same page. And when you're not on the same page, no one likes that. That's not fun. That's very hard to navigate those waters. Um, But that doesn't automatically mean you should give up. That just means that you're on different pages or you see things differently. Your differences should complement each other. We have to learn how to celebrate 
growing in different directions. And if you're not dependent on that person in an unhealthy way, if you're not codependent on them, then it's not going to affect you. You'll be able to celebrate them and protect and guard your heart from the bitterness if you did depend on them. So if you're growing apart from someone and you have bitterness in your heart or you're jealous of them or you have fear of missing out, nine times out of ten it's because you depended on them way too much. So we have to be careful of that and we have to guard our hearts in any type of relationship that we have. And I I was having a a really deep conversation with one of my friends at a coffee shop recently. I'm telling you, coffee shops are the place that I have deep conversations. It might not be for everyone, but I'm telling you, if I go to a coffee shop with a friend, we will talk about the deepest things that I've probably never told anyone in my life. No idea why. It's just the vibe. But I was talking to my friend and... I realized what's been happening lately is not that I'm doing anything that I'm not supposed to be doing. So for example, my life has changed drastically. I went from like 180 from being super busy doing all these things to flopping over and doing absolutely nothing. And I started working again. Like you guys know, I started working at Vans. Um, But when I was just doing Honey Be Mindful solely Honey Be Mindful, I was in a very hard negative space because of what I was going through. And it was only making it harder to just be alone and work on Honey Be Mindful without having some sort of like, I just need to get out and have a distraction or something like that. Um, And I realized during that time, I wasn't trying. It was the first time in my life that I wasn't standing out. I was just blending in. Not that that was a wrong thing. I think there's a season for everything, but I really felt like there was nothing special about me and I was just literally trying to get through each day because it just felt like the world does not stop for you. And this is my first year of adulting without my parents and I realized how much the world literally will not wait for you. Like... It just doesn't. It keeps moving. The bills still need to be paid. Like, just because you're having a moment, you literally cannot let it affect your day. You cannot call into work. You need to get your butt to work and you need to work those hours and separate yourself. So it was very difficult for me to see how I could stand out. I almost lost sight of how I can stand out. And anyways, long story short, I was talking to my friend and I realized that, and I also... I was talking to my friend and I also recently met up with my therapist just to do a little check-in and talk through some things and she really encouraged me to find friends that want the quality of a friendship that I want, that have a mutual agreement on without having to be discussed, like not sitting down and being like, this is what I want in a friend. Like it's the people that make you feel valued the way that you want to be valued. And God will place people in your life where you're not too much, you're not asking for too much, and you're not being too little or minimizing yourself, but it's just the friend that you're meant to have. And I was talking to my friend and we realized like, we're just talking through different things. And I realized like, we should be finding friends that don't make us feel like we fit in. And I know that's complete opposite of what society will tell us to do because all of us are trying to fit in. All of us are trying to fit the status quo. All of us are trying to fit these societal standards that are completely unrealistic to an individualistic human. And we should be rather finding friends that celebrate how we stand out and take up our own individualistic space. 
instead of finding friends that make you fit in, find friends, celebrate how much you stand out. Like, I realized it, it's not that that wasn't in my head this whole time, but it's more like just talking about it out loud. It really hit me like, whoa, I have not been doing that. Like, I have been trying to fit in. I have been trying to just blend in with everyone, just go down the stream, let it wash me down, you know, instead of trying to swim against the grain and stand out in my own way and take up space. I want to take up space in this world. And the more I'm trying to be like someone else, the less I'm going to take up space. And the more muted I'm going to feel and the less celebrated I'm going to feel and the less likely I am to grow and change and evolve like I'm called to do as a human. So it was a really cool little eye opener and I have a couple of things on how to check in with yourself and see where you're headed basically. See if you're just trying to blend in, see if your friends are good for you, if your community that you're surrounded in, if it's actually healthy for you or if it's time to say your goodbyes and grow apart from them, which can be a very freeing, good and healthy thing as hard as it sounds. So I have a couple of questions that I think there's three here. I I wrote my notes really quickly when I was typing these up. I just really wanted to start recording. So before walking through this, I literally just hit record. But let me get a drink of water really quick. Okay, so the first question I have for you all is a question that I've asked myself. I feel like it's a very reflective question and I feel like it's going to help you all as well. But when you're leaving from hanging out with your friends or your friend group, check in with yourself and see how you feel. One of the most important indicators of a seeing if you're in a healthy or a toxic community is when you leave hanging out with said group or said person. Are you drained? Are you empty? Are you feeling less than? Are you feeling muted? Or do you feel fueled, fed, and nourished? Do you feel full or do you feel empty? Do you feel like you're lacking or do you feel like you're overflowing with more than you can flow onto others? I think that question is super important because that's the key indicator of are you hanging around people that are good for you? Are you hanging around people that are going to make you your best version of yourself? Because we do need each other. We were made and we were built for relationship with God and with each other. And if we don't take time to question our community or our friend groups or our friendships that we have acquired... Nine times out of ten, we will seamlessly just fit in, blend in, and lose sight of who we are. It's important to, it's healthy to ask yourself these questions. And I think people are scared of these questions because they don't want to lose people and they don't want, they don't know how to walk away from situations like this. Where I'm going to get into that in a little bit where I kind of felt trapped recently and I just felt like I was just loyal to living my life this way and I had to be in relationship with these people. I mean, how could I not, how could I not be friends with them? Like it just, it was very toxic thinking. Um, so a lot of times we can feel trapped in the relationships that we're in or we don't understand how we could live a life away from them or even have a choice. Like it's hard to see your choices when you feel like you have to do something and society will make you feel that way. A lot of times social media will make you feel that way. A lot of times the news will make you feel that way. A lot of times stepping into a public place will make you feel like that a lot of times. Or even sitting alone. It's just something that we have to battle. Um, 
And the next question is, how were you when you were with them? So not only how do you feel when you're on your way home or when you get home, but how were you when you were with them? Were you able to give them your authentic self or did you shape shift and try and fit in? I think it's so important to see how we could essentially be the problem. And as much as we want them to be authentic and true with us, we also have to flip the script and make sure that we're being true and authentic with them. That's the only way genuine relationships are going to grow. Genuine, authentic, organic, good substance relationships are going to grow. Which brings me to my last point, and that is spend time investing in friendships that add substance to your life. And it's so important to take care of these relationships and, you know, nurture them because if we're constantly around people that drain us or if we feel like we're less than or we don't feel like we can be our true authentic selves around these people, it's only going to make the world a worse place than it already is. And I think that's something that social media and all these different things teach us is to point the finger. So many posts are like, at this person or you know when you're being gaslit it's all like playing into being a victim basically and though most of us okay so my camera just start recording it usually stops at like 25 minutes automatically um so i'm just gonna try and remember where i was but basically social media and society now are always looking at how we can be the victim so how can i be the victim today how can i be the one that's not the problem and I think that I I know this goes totally against the grains but like what if you are the problem like what if I am the problem and I think that was a scary realization that I realized at the beginning of this year is hmm I'm really deeply hurt by some people but I'm the problem like not in a selfish like not in like a self-pity like oh poor me way like No, I'm the problem. They're treating me this way because that's how I told them to treat me. I was not being my true self. I didn't give them the opportunity to meet Lexi. I gave them the opportunity to meet a output system, not a human being. And how am I going to get upset with them or bitter towards them when I wasn't even giving them who I really am? I was being fake. I was being... And a lot of times we're like, oh, well, they made me that way. But no because we have a choice. And once you realize that it's you, then that's when it's the problem. Yes, of course, like, you know, there's times that people are hurt, but just as much as we can be a victim, we can also be the problem. Same thing with them. As much as they can be a victim, they can also be the problem. Like, I think we just have sugarcoated everything to make us all victims and no one's focusing on the problem. We're all pointing the finger and it's very, very, like, apparent in the bible i can't remember what verse is i'm gonna butcher it i guess i could look it up my laptop's literally sitting right in front of me but let's just all look it up for ourselves but it's the scripture that says why are we so focused on the twig in someone else's eye when we have a gigantic log in ours like i i realized so much this year how much i judge and how much i point the finger and how much i blame just to make myself feel better or and i think even going to therapy i had to really navigate how to not point the finger, but self-reflect and see how I can control it. And that's why we lose so much control. Like self-control is attainable if you choose to have it. It's not like 
you don't have it. It's an option. Self-control is an option. And we have to control how we respond to situations. Okay, this happened. How can I respond in a healthy way and not point the finger and blame and be like, well, I'm only acting like this because of them. Like, there's nothing wrong with this because what they did was worse. Or like, we're all trying to top each other or something on like this victim story. When in reality, like, where are you wrong? Where can you grow from it? If you can take control of a situation and you can see how you can do something about it, instantly you become a victor. You are no longer a victim, but you have overcome something. Like, that is so powerful. And I feel like society just wants us to remain victims. And it's really sad because I feel like there's so much empowerment and growth when you take ownership of where you've fallen short of course, take time to grow, heal, and change and do what you got to do, especially if there's traumatic events. I'm not talking about trauma or anything like that. I'm talking about, in general, I had to do it with my trauma for me to move forward. I had to see how can I control my response to this? How can I let this no longer define who Lexi is? How can I let my trauma be a beautiful work of art? You know what I'm saying? Like, I get really passionate about this and I'm not trying to be insensitive. Um, I'm coming from a place of deep rooted trauma that took every ounce of my individuality and I have never experienced freedom and such confidence by looking inwardly and seeing how I can control something. How can I make a difference? How can I respond to this in a way that's going to benefit society instead of letting it turn me into a mean old ogre where I'm yelling at kids to get off of my lawn when I'm 50 years old? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we need to see how we can be empowered to be victors instead of victims. And I really don't like the way that society is starting to put labels on people and really make all of us victims when we really have the power to be victors and to be and be survivors of something beautiful and be able to use it as a testimony and a weapon of art and beauty and self-reflection and love towards one another. So back to what I was saying, the first question is, when you're leaving from hanging out with your friends, your friend group, or your community that you're a part of, or whatever it might be, how do you feel? Check in with yourself. You know, don't be afraid to ask yourself those questions. Don't be afraid to say that you're drained because that knowing where you're at is how you can navigate where to go from there. And if you are drained, then it is time to take steps towards feeling fueled up, to feel full and be able to overflow onto others. The second question was, how are you feeling when you're with them? Are you able to be your true, authentic self? Are you giving them a fake, shape-shifted version just so you can fit in for the moment? And lastly, like I said, spend time investing in friendships that add substance to your life. I didn't realize until recently that I had a choice. I felt so trapped in my position and in my relationships that I lost sight of myself. And I needed to get out of those relationships to find myself again to be healthy and to be whole. And some of those relationships needed space, some of them needed to be cut off, and some of them I'm still trying to navigate what to do with them. And it's a beautiful thing being a part of the process. And nothing is better than just simply communicating, being honest and communicating with said people so they're not left in the dust, they're not left to be blamed, there's no hard hearts, it just, you're communicating, you're working through it, and being blunt if you need to just cut them off. Like, 
that's okay. It's okay to say no. It's okay to move forward without certain people. It's okay to be honest. And I think a lot of people might kick and scream when you first do it, but I'm telling you, it will work beauty and wonder being gentle and honest and just communicating with another human being. At the end of the day, it's one human being to another, and that's a beautiful, beautiful thing to be a part of. It's just humans interacting. And if we just bring it down to that, we strip away our titles, our positions, whatever it might be, and we just see it as one human communicating with another human. How can I look out for them and look out for myself as well? How can I be gentle in delivering this message and communicating with them how I'm feeling? Walk away maybe without them, but also wanting the best for them and protecting and guarding our hearts against bitterness. So uh, some of those relationships I needed to move forward and, and away from to be healthy and whole again. But some of those relationships I'm currently working on or they've been reconciled and restored. Others, I lost relationships, but we're celebrating each other from afar, which protects our heart from bitterness. And some I'm still navigating through, like I said. But long story short, we need to celebrate growth and change because we're not supposed to stay the same. We're not. And I feel like we forget that. We are not supposed to be the same person that we were eight years ago, one minute ago. Like, it takes 30 seconds for your life to completely change. It's okay to not be the same person. And I think that when we don't recognize ourselves in the mirror, it's a scary feeling. But sometimes, like, for example, if I'm not... Like, I've looked in the mirror and I've been like, oh my gosh, I don't know, I don't even know who you are. And it was when I was really struggling with substance abuse and self-harm and all these different things. And now I look at myself in the mirror, I say the same words, but it's positive. I don't even know who you are. Look how much you've grown and changed. I'm so proud of you. It's the same exact words, just different connotations. How are you viewing yourself in life? How are you allowing yourself to see that growing and changing and not being the same person is a beautiful thing? And if you're feeling like you don't recognize yourself in a negative way, it's probably your community and the decisions that you're making right now. And I encourage you to not be afraid of asking yourself that, but being not even being able to recognize yourself, but in a good way because you cannot believe the things that you're accomplishing. You cannot believe the person that you are growing and becoming And remember that just because someone grows differently from you doesn't make it wrong. We have to be okay with that. We have to be okay with growing apart from people. It happens because we're not supposed to stay the same. And I have to remind you all, do not sacrifice who you're called to be just because you want to fit in. I'm 23 years old and I'm so thankful that I figured that out now. Of course, now it's going to take me a lifetime to navigate, but at least I know it now. I have spent way too much of my life sacrificing who I'm called to be individualistically, sacrificing how I'm called to take up space in this world just because I wanted to fit in so badly. And it's funny because trying to fit in has only made me stand out even more. And it's almost humiliating. Like, I just feel like we all need to figure out how we need to take up space. Take up the space. Do not be afraid to have a voice. Do not be afraid to take up the space that the world has for you, that God has specifically placed you here for. You are called to make a difference by being you, not by being anyone else. I've wasted time feeling like even body image. I've wasted time feeling like I should be someone else or look like someone else or different things like that. Like I'm wasting time not taking up space, being exactly who I am. The world needs me. Not someone else, not a duplicate, 
the world needs you specifically. So I feel like this was a really chill podcast where I just kind of updated you on how to deep talk of some things that I'm recently been asking myself and navigating through and I don't have all the answers but these are surely things that are helping me that I think society will tell you not to ask yourself. You know, I think it's Everyone wants to use each other as a stepping stool. No one wants to see others elevated above them or even elevated at all. We don't know how to celebrate each other. We don't know how to let people take up space. And we don't know how to grow anymore. We don't know how to evolve. We've stopped evolving. I saw this podcast recently and it was very scary. This guy was saying that basically generation after generation, we evolve and we change and we last longer than the generation before this is the first generation where we are dying earlier than the generation before us and he was basically saying how our society is sick this generation is sick Uh, i think more mentally than physically um but with that it takes a toll on your body and we are dying faster than the generation before us that has never happened in the history. This is the first time in history that that's happening. And he basically said, the standard is to be unwell. How how do you function in a society that is sick when being unwell is normal? H- how do you navigate being healthy in that? It's very, very, very hard. I mean, imagine, you know, we we've been going through COVID. Imagine a sick world and walking around being healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine a society that is just full of sickness and disease and trying to navigate how to be healthy in that. Like, you're going to have to put up guardrails. You're going to have to put up boundaries. And it really made me think twice about how I'm living my life. So I encourage you to not run from these self-reflective questions, but run towards them and answer them. Don't be afraid to be honest with yourself. But that's all I really have for you all. If you're interested in being a bigger part of this community and partnering a little bit more intimately, you can check out my Patreon, and that is Honey Be Mindful. If you just search up Patreon and make yourself a little account, uh, you can have access to these video versions of these podcasts and so many other things. And I just wanted to thank all of you all for being here. You all are absolutely amazing. You rock my socks. I am just thrilled to be a part of such a beautiful, amazing community that is just so mindful And we all give each other the space to grow and change, especially with all the changes that I've been navigating, like I was talking about in the beginning of this podcast. Like, you all give me the space to grow and change, and Honey Be Mindful changes with it. And this community is my favorite place in the whole entire world. So thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Let me know if you liked it. Leave a comment. Leave a review. Whatever you want to do. And don't forget to take up space. You all are amazing, and I'll see you in the next one.